Hey guys, good morning. We are so glad you're all joining us this morning from your couches. I bet you're cozy. Yes, we're so excited to be back for our second week of Kids Corner, and this is so exciting. We have some very cool um, stories for you this morning, and we're going to say hey to everybody that happens to be. I saw that um, the Baileys were on here. Hey, Paige and Nathan. I also saw where I think the Beaujolais were on here. Hey, Connor and Brayden. Yeah, we're going to keep saying hi for just a second, but while we're doing that, you guys go ahead, grab your Bibles so you're ready for our story. Pastor Kara's got a really good one today, but make sure you have your Bible so you're ready. Yes, so it's so good to see all of you online this morning and engaging. I love going back and looking at your comments. So if your kids have comments or questions or things that they want to say, just drop them in the comment section. If I can go back, I'll make sure that I respond to those. And um, make sure you stay till the end because at the end we have some cool announcements. And I just want to congratulate, I know Mikey Jennings and um, Zoe Gatlin won our challenges. And um, they are getting their Sunday parties um, you have the option to pick Saturday or Sunday, and they chose to do their Sunday parties this Sunday. So Sundays on Sundays is a fun um, term. We will have two, um, two more challenges that we're going to announce at the end of our little message. But until then, get ready. Pastor here has got a good message. So I hope you have your Bibles, and you can use your parents to help you find 1 Samuel 7 which I know a lot of you know where 1 Samuel is because it was part of our first week Bible challenge. And we learned where 1 Samuel was at in the Bible. Um, So we heard Pastor Phil talk about somebody that was really cool. And we're going to talk about David today. And we are going to recap the story of David and Goliath. And a lot of you probably know this story, so I'm going to skim through and pick some parts where I'm going to read to you guys. I'm going to read the story, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay, so 1 Samuel 17, verse 23, says, as he, they're talking about David, as he was talking with them, Goliath and the Philistine champion from Gath stepped out. So David's standing there and he sees this huge giant, right? This massive giant and he's taunting everybody. And Goliath is saying, you know, you're not going to beat me. Who are you? There is no way that you're going to take me down. All of you are so scared, right? He's just taunting them and he's being so rude. And um, when the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. We're going to skip down to verse 32. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on this account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight for him. So David says, you know what? If everybody else won't do it, guess what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to fight this massive, huge guy. Saul replied, you are not able to go out against the Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went and I struck it down, rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, stuck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both a lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the bear. Sorry. 
will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic, his coat of armor, his helmet on his head and gave him his sword. But David was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off and then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in a pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy. He said to David, am I a dog this Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the Israelites' armies, who have... Um, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and I will cut off your head. All of those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves for the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistines moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck it. The Philistine on the forehead, the stone sank into his forehead and he fell down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. So let's look at the story, right? Let's see, we have David. And David is a little boy, right? And I'm gonna be David today because we're gonna talk through this. And Miss Michaela is gonna be Goliath. And so I'm David and he has his pouch and his five stones. And we're gonna talk about what these five stones represent. Remember when we talk about how Jesus used parables and he used a story to tell something, he used symbols and those types of things. We're gonna do that this morning with our stones, right? So David fought Goliath. And let's look at the story this morning and let's talk about Goliath. So Goliath was this big, huge, scary thing. He's like, oh, I'm gonna take you down. And David was a small boy who knew what God had called him to do, right? So I don't know about you guys, but I don't know any like Goliaths right now, right? I don't have any huge giants that are taunting me and telling me that they're gonna beat me up, but I don't know them, a big person named Goliath, but I do have some things in my life that are like Goliaths. So we're gonna look at those. Miss Michaela, will you flip that around? Thanks. So, Maybe your Goliath isn't a real person, but maybe your Goliath is fear. Maybe you're struggling because sometimes you get afraid, afraid of the dark, afraid you might get sick, afraid somebody in your family might get sick, right? Maybe your Goliath is loneliness. Maybe you were kind of feeling alone before the quarantine happened and before we couldn't get out and move around, right? And, and now you don't really get to see your friends as much and you don't get to see as many people. And so you start to kind of feel like you're all by yourself, right? Maybe your Goliath is failure. 
and you're afraid that you've messed up really bad. And because you've messed up so bad, you're worried that God doesn't wanna forgive you. Or maybe your Goliath is lies about yourself. We've talked before about how sometimes there are things that kind of come into our mind that aren't true, but that we listen to, right? Sometimes it's hard to not listen to lies about ourselves. So maybe that means you think that you're not as smart as some of your friends, or maybe you think you're not as pretty, or maybe you think you're not as fun, and you see these people, and you're like, well, I wish I was more fun like so-and-so, or I wish I was prettier like this person is, or whatever. And so you begin to believe these things inside of yourself that aren't true. So let's look, and I want you to stop for a minute, and I want you to think about what your Goliath might be. What is the big scary thing sometimes that pops up that says that's taunting you at the line and is saying, you're not good enough. No one can take me down. And we're going to see what David did so that we can defeat our Goliaths. So let's look. How did David defeat this giant, right? It says that he had these five stones. So we're going to look at what his five stones might have been, right? Let's say his first stone was courage. Do you realize what David had going against him? He was small. He was just a boy. No one, even the toughest warrior, wanted to fight Goliath. But David knew that God was on his side and had courage to defeat him. So David knew, even though Saul said, you're not, you can't do this. You're not big enough. Even his brothers, everybody around with David was like, you're crazy. You're a boy. This is a warrior. David had the courage that God believed in him. So he was able to go out there and face Goliath. The second one is going to be confidence. God will help you overcome problems you face each day. David tells us in verse 37, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistines. David had confidence to know that God had already been with him in the past. God had already saved him. David had killed a lion. He had killed a bear. Just like you know that you've survived other things. When scary things have happened, when bad things have happened, God has been with you and gives you the confidence to know that he is still there. And he is still there with you to this day to defeat your Goliath. The next one is preparation. So be ready for what is to come. David tried on Saul's armor, right? David put on his armor. David put on his sword. He tried on all of Saul's clothes. But guess what? Those were not for David. The way you other people are, the way what works for one person might not work for you. And you need to be prepared and use the gifts and the talent that God has given you to face your Goliath and to know what God has called you to do and to be able to conquer that means that you need to be ready. You need to pray. You need to read your Bible. You need to praise. You need to practice these things that God has given us, these tools, these stones that God has given you. You need to practice them so that when your Goliath wants to show up and wants to come and say, oh, you're afraid, you better be afraid, you can say, no, you do not get to, to, to overcome me, 
right? You wanna face your Goliath and be prepared. The next one is trust. In verse 45, it, um, David said to the Philistines, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord, the, the God of the armies of Israel. So you need to trust that all you need sometimes is the name of the Lord. When you're laying in your bed and maybe you're dealing with some fear, you're afraid of the dark, you're afraid of getting sick, you're afraid of somebody in your family getting sick, you feel all alone. Maybe you're struggling that you've messed up and God's not gonna forgive you. God is going to forgive you. He's already forgiven you because he's done it again and again and you need to trust that all you need is the name of the Lord God Almighty. That's all David needed and he knew that. So when you don't know what to do, I want you to sit there and I want you to say, Jesus, help me defeat my Goliath. Jesus, help me defeat fear. Fear doesn't have a place in my home right now. I defeat and I trust that the Lord Almighty's name is enough and you needed to defeat your Goliath. The last thing is victory. So when God is in charge of your problems, you will have victory. We talked last week about how Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he rose again three days later. When Jesus was on the cross, he took all of your fears, all of your loneliness, all of your failures, all the lies that the enemy wants to tell you about yourself, all of the things you're scared about, all of the hurts you have, he took that on the cross. And when he died, he rose again. And that resurrection means that you have victory that you get to claim in your life. Just like David had victory. Did David need all five stones to defeat Goliath? No, he didn't. He needed one, but he was prepared and he trusted and he had confidence and he had courage and he had his bag full and ready to go. But at the end of the day, God's gonna use one of these things to take down your Goliath. So I want you to stop once again and to think, what could my Goliath be? And I want you to remember that you can pray that you can praise God like we talked about last week, that all you need sometimes is the name of the Lord God Almighty and that he is gonna show up and he is gonna defeat that Goliath because we can trust him because he did it last time and he did it the time before that and he's gonna continue to show up. We are prepared and we are ready and we are waiting on the Lord so that we can defeat our Goliath. So I want you guys to bow your heads with me. And we're going to pray, okay? So let's close our eyes. Jesus, we thank you, God, that you are with us. We thank you that you have made us warriors, God, that you have made us warriors for you. And God, I pray that during this week, God, that families would, would gather around and that families would listen to, uh, to all the devotions that we have ready for them about Holy Week, God, that they would begin to make you the center of their life, God, so that they can defeat the Goliaths that live and breathe in their home. God, that they would conquer those, God, that you, we would put our trust and our confidence and our preparedness and all of the victory, God, is in you and in your name. God, I pray that when those things come into our head, whether they're lies or their failures or their fears, God, 
that we would remember the stones of truth that you have placed in our, um, our arsenal, God, that are ready and willing to fight for your name. We love you. We thank you for what you're gonna do and what the victories that are gonna come out of this time. You are our God, Lord Almighty. And all we have to do is speak your name and there is victory there. Amen. Amen. Ooh, it, you were on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we do have two challenges this week that we're going to be doing. Our first challenge is we had a couple of you guys ask for a little bit more time with Isaiah through Malachi, the books of the Bible memorization. They're hard ones. Yes, they are. They're their minor and major prophets. And I know my, my daughter memorized five, the first five, and she was like, these are so hard. And I was like, they are. So we're going to give everybody, we have, like I said, we had a couple of um, families that just asked like for a little bit more time. So we're actually going to extend that challenge one more week. And like we said last week, if your child's struggling or mom and dad, you're struggling a little, try. If you post a video of you guys trying, we'll count it as an entry because trying is what really counts. Also this week, if you go on to genuchurch.com slash resources, there's a what to do list. It's also on our children's devotional for every day. There's a what can you do um, little circle on there. And if you participate in any of those what to do activities throughout the week and post pictures or videos of you doing it, we'll count that as an entry too. Just thank you guys for being here with us. Once again, really try to plug in this week. Let's really um, give God the glory this week. Let's focus on Holy Week. I want to see your families doing those devotions. I want to see you really plugging in and doing these things because this is, um, this is a great time and we're going to get to celebrate Easter and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm so excited to do Kids Corner. I love you and may each one of you be blessed today. And like we said, make sure you tag those pictures on genukids.com, um, their Facebook group. You can get all of our information from genuchurch.com, hashtag genustronger. And don't forget to dress up next week. We love you guys, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.